Father God, thank you now for this day. Thank you for keeping us safe. Lord, Father God, we just pray that we find it, you know, whatever's going on with this virus, that it does pass. Because all things, as you say in your word, this will, or I don't know if it's actually scripture or not, but we just say, as we say in the Christian world, this too shall pass. Father, as we study now, we just, just want to just give you all the glory and honor and thanks and the Holy Spirit teach us something you have us today. Uh, amen. It was weak. Amen. Alright, folks. I'm not going to do much about it. This is apostolic life, but I'm going to divert from what I've been doing these past two weeks. Um, a little bit, I was reading the Bible this morning, something told me to go to the book of Romans in the New Testament and start reading chapter 1. Um, and do a song or two. Um, I might not play my guitar, no music, just acapella. But, just want to remember the ones that, that are infected with this so-called bad, well, this virus and this, or might be infected, and that might, we just ask the Lord to just, because we got Jesus' blood, that has, you know, covered all that, he, he, he was bruised, he was, you know, he, he, he by his stripes we are healed, and, you know, as it says in the song, every work of Satan hath been bound by our Lord Jesus, who liveth through me. So every work of Jesus, say, oh. let me, let me, let me chuck everything that my Lord Jesus did is now a finished work has been done. Everything that our Lord Jesus did is now a finished work has been done every work of satan hath been bound by our lord jesus who liveth through me every work of satan hath been destroyed by our Lord Jesus, who liveth through me. And there's those several more verses, and it's, it's called Endless Song of Praise, because you can do, every, you know, a lot of different things for every, you know, this, that. So, but, you know, it's all about Jesus, and... And his blood, washed in the pure water of his body, his pure blood now flows through me. I bear his glorious dying around in my body, you see. Oh, Jesus. Okay, 
by grace and mercy, Father, you have just gave your son, Jesus Christ, it's your only begotten son. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. And you know, it's glorious people to see that, you know, and if you do, I mean, there's some overreacting, and it, it's granted you, it, to me, it, some, it's warranted and not warranted, you know, and I'm all, I'm at the point where I honestly, it's, I'm more scared of this than I am, uh, than I was of the Zika and the swine flu combined. Uh, earlier today, which is Saturday, the 14th, I believe, March, let me double check this. Yeah, March 14th, earlier this morning, I was at the grocery store and a couple people were ahead of me and while I was waiting and waiting, and there's nobody behind me, and I was, I've been carrying some of my hand sanitizer, and waiting there so long, I just think about all this, and yes, I did buy the limit of three toilet packs of toilet paper, but that's, you know, I try to stock up anyways, but there's a lot of times I carry a full bottle of hand sanitizer or more, one or more bottles, small bottles, or medium-sized small bottles, and don't use it all. And that'd be for days. I could work care five days in a row, not use it one time. I think about using it. But today in that line I did, I don't know why. So yeah. But there's in the Romans is where I want to go today, and this may not be that long, and it you know, it's just not gonna be so it's Romans chapter one. It says I don't know how far God wants me to go. The Holy Spirit wants me to go. But I do know this. This is not your normal apostolic life teaching. Chapter 1, starting verse 1 of Romans. Reading from the King James. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto God, or uh, separated unto the gospel of God. Excuse me, I'm turning my light on, and... I thought I had some reading glasses. It might help me. I don't know. Uh, I might see if I can get. I don't know if this will work or not. Ooh. Give me just a minute, folks. I gotta get my uh, re some, reading, some reading spectacles. See if that's gonna help me because. I don't know what's going on in my eyes today. But yeah. I hope y'all are doing okay. Hope I hope I eventually have at least one lit follower and aimless regular listener. Um, again, I, I I do have an email for questions and concerns, anything you might need or want, prayer requests, all that. It's agnewwilliam three two at gmail dot com. That's a g n e w 
W-I-L-L-I-A-M, the number 32 at gmail.com. Huh. I got a few pair of uh, reading glasses. I can't even find a darn one. Huh. I know I need to clean up my room, but I don't mean to. Anyways. Anyways. So we'll start over. Romans chapter 1. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto, God, unto the gospel of God, which he had promised afore by his prophets and holy scriptures. Concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the, script, the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead, by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom are ye also called the call of Jesus Christ. So this Paul, who wrote over half of the New Testament, he was named Saul, if you don't know, or I don't remember, and he was a persecutor of the Christians, you know, the Christ followers, you know, and he executed them, murder them, torture them, whatever, you know, that he worked for the Roman government. He was a Gentile. Then on the road to Damascus one day with some of his people to be working and stuff, a big old light blinded him. And that's in Acts, in the book of Acts. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. This is that same Paul. Alright. Verse 7. No, yeah. Verse 7 of Romans chapter 1. By the way, and you, okay, here, yeah. You're right, okay, verse 7, sorry. Apologize for that. To all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from our God, from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. So there were people in Rome still that were in, apparently they were Romans and non-Romans, you know, Romans, non, and non-Romans, that were crawled of Jesus Christ to be his followers. And by the way, if you don't know, Christian means little Christ, Christ-like. So we are, as, as a Christian, we are called to be little Christ. Verse 8, Romans chapter 1, verse 8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, that your, your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. Making request, if by any means, now at length, I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. Break this down. He thanks God for them. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, with them. Okay, let, let's say... Their faith, the faith of Romans is spoken throughout the world. There were many Romans that 
I presume that, you know, I, I can't say for sure that saw the stuff that Jesus did, saw his death on the cross, his burial and resurrection and the things he miracles, all that, and work, you know, that were Gentile and, and converted to Christians. So he thanks them, you know, thanks them through their, to, of their faith. Their faith, that their faith that they speak the faith throughout the world, and it spread. It's like one person tells some, somebody. Now this is not like telephone, you know, the game telephone where you have like say twenty people. One person comes up with something to say, and he tells it one time to every person in their ear, and whatever they heard or think they heard, they tell it, and they get to the end. It's all messed up. No, this is not that. But it, one person. Tells two people. Then what if those two people told two people? So one becomes two, two becomes four. And each four of those four tell two. two. So that'd be what? Eight? And then sixteen? Thirty-two? It's throughout the whole world, the known world at that time of what's in the Bible. And then, you know, there and you know, there's gonna be people who are gonna probably come up to me later on. Oh, the, the what's in the King James and all the inversions that stem from that. Oh, it's the only Bible. There's no other books. Folks that's how they recorded stuff back then, just like we do today. With paper, the you all used to just, you know, before computers and typewriter, typewriter, even books, electronic media, um, that, you record stuff, and that's how people get to know things. Before written word, things were passed down word by word, the word of mouth. I mean, so you're going to have different perspectives, and if you had every far as the gospel alone, like Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you'll have Mother, the Mother Mary, you'll have Mary Magdalene, you'll probably have it, the other Mary that was the sister of Mark, the, and Martha, the sisters of Lazarus, each one of the apostles, I mean, his 12 apostles, so I'm pretty sure Judas is scared when it betrayed Jesus, even wrote some stuff. I mean, people kept you know, that's how people did it back then. And they, of course, do today, but it's more like, you know, more or less electronically, whatever. But, yeah. So, what if, you know, so, it gets passed down. One becomes two, two becomes four. Four, eight, eight, sixteen, sixteen, thirty-two, thirty-two, sixty-four, sixty-four, hundred twenty-eight, and so forth. So, it spread. People travel for business, for vacation. Even back then, they travel vacation to take a walk from from anger, from their whatever. It, you know. So, all right. Verse nine. God is his is his witness, whom he serves with his spirit in the gospel of his son. God, his son, which is the son Jesus Christ. That without ceasing, I make mention of them in prayers. So he, Paul's always praying for them. He prayed for everybody that he knew. 
and he ministered to. He taught. Paul learned a lot from the apostles, a couple, one or two, at least one, at least two of the apostles itself, you know, uh, not more. So yeah, hello, how you doing? And that's not mom. How I said hello and how you doing? He makes requests. When he's praying, he makes requests by any means at length. That he, he might have that he might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come back to them or to them. Okay. Verse eleven: For he longs to see them, so that he can impart some spiritual gifts to the end. They may be established. That's another hot topic in itself among the Christian, the Christian world, when it comes to different denominations and beliefs and stuff like that. And that's you know, one reason I don't go to church because I denominations and how they do this, how they do that. You know, I'm convicted one way, and that's how I'm going to be. Sorry. And if you don't like it, that's fine. You ain't got to listen to this. You ain't got to follow me. But you, I mean, if you want to message me on that agnewwilliam32 at gmail.com, feel free. That's just your, that is your privilege. I'm open to listen to anything within reason because that's a Christian. Now, if you don't get on there and cuss and rant and rave like that, no, I'm not going to listen. I'm, I'm, I'm going to report you. To Gmail and be done with it. But I, you know, as far as that goes, so the spiritual gift thing, you know, he, he wants to impart unto them the spiritual gifts, and I've got material on that myself from that Mr. J.W. Pruitt. Um, verse 12 that is, that he may be comforted together with them by mutual faith of both. Them and him. Him and them. So Paul was a Roman. He knows a lot of these folks. From birth, you know, from whatever. He knows a lot of them. So he can't wait to see them again. Verse 13. Now I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes he, I purposed to come to you, but was let that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among the other Gentiles. So let me uh, go to another, another version of the Bible for that. And I thought I had it here. Just a moment here. Okay, here we go. Here it is. The New Living Translation of Romans chapter 1, verse 13. Romans 1.13 in the new NLT New Living Translation says, I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to visit you, but I was prevented until now. I want to work among you and see spiritual fruit, just as I have seen among other Gentiles. So, Paul was mainly speaking to the Gentiles here. You know, 
minister to Gentiles in Rome. So apparently he, you know, he sent this letter sometime ahead. I don't know how far ahead he sent it before he travels there. But he's going there now. Ooh. So apparently this is what I needed. This week. For I have a great, verse 14 of Romans chapter 1. For I have a great sense, and we're still in the New Living Translation. For I have seen among other Gentiles, oh, sorry. For I have a great sense of obligation to people in both the civilized world and the rest of the world. So there, excuse me. So what he knew as civilized then, he called any other place that wasn't like the rest of the world that was, you know, not necessarily uncivilized, but it was the rest of the world, you know. It's like when, so you know, when Columbus and the Spaniards and all that discovered, you know, America and America or the Americas, you know, we do white, as they, as they say, the white man tried to civilize the Native Americans and stuff. Well, the Native Americans thought that was, you know, civilized to them. That was civilized to them, what they did. So, you know. So he, you know, so he, you know. For I have against obvious people with both civilized world. So he had, he had an obligation to a great sense of obligation to people in both the so all the world really what it's saying to the educated and the uneducated alike so to the you know young you know so I am eager to come to you in Rome to also to to means also to preach the good news good news the gospel of Jesus gospel Jesus Christ Christ Jesus. Now, Christ is not his last name, but, you know. For I am not, he, for Paul said in verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the, the good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first, and also the Gentile. And we're stuck in, we're still in the New Living Translation. Verse 17, Romans chapter 1. This good news tells us how to make us right in his sight. This is actually, actually, sorry, actually accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. So verses in the New Living Translation, this help finder Bible by the publisher Tyndale, T-Y-N-D-A-L, for verses 1 through 7, it's, there's a heading that says, greetings, the greetings from Paul. Verses 8 through 17 is good, God's good news. Now we're going to go to verses 18, beginning in 18, verses 18, verse 18. And the heading is God's anger at sin. And that, we'll get to it or not this week. It's going to be through the rest of chapter 1, which ends in 32, Romans. So, so we're, we're going to be, right now, we're still going to be in uh, Rome, or the NLT version. So this is what I need. So God shows us his anger from heaven against all sinful, wicked people who suppress the truth 
by their wickedness. They know the truth about God because he has made it known obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his external power, and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. And this is God with a big G. And yes, there are other gods in the world, but that's a little g. All the other, only one God has a big G in, G, in the letters G, in his name, G-O-D. That's God of heaven and earth. The one who created, spoke into existence through his word, through his words. So, yeah, there's other gods, but to know, I mean, you can look outside. Feel the breeze, the rain, hear the rain, the thunder, lightning. I mean, all of this is God's handiwork. You may not like the heat, you may not like the cold, you may not like the bird, you may not like a cat. Or the, We're God's handiwork. From little tiny egg and fertilizers that men has, you know, it comes together in miracle, miracle of life. I mean, what type of little God, little G-God, you're going to do that? I mean, you have one or more of them working together to create a human being. You know, the little G-God, you're you going to have some messed up people as far as looking. I mean, we all be like, honestly, we're probably all the same. Or half of, you know, Certain everybody, certain like, say just I'm just getting rough. Remember, say there were like 400 gods, you know, you know. Say there were 10 gods, you know, loads of gods. There's a lot more, but but just say just for a low number for the explanation, you'd have each god would have their own looking look look person they look at, you know, they create, and so you'd have to say God wants people. This is little G gods again. Each god's and then, so you'd have a certain ten sets of people that look the same, that think the same, that act the same, believe the same, are the same. Ugh. Do you want another you? I don't want another me. Not with the way I some with my mental illness, you know. I I mean, I, I, a lot of my stuff I don't wish some wish some my worst in me, honestly. That's my wife. One of those is my wife, you know, and I'm not trying to be mean about her, but that's speaking the truth, you know. In a way, it's being mean, but it's just, you know, there's a lot of things in my life I wouldn't wish for my worst enemy that I went through or I'm going through. No matter how bad, you know. One of my wife's cousins that her, her mom said it. Because it's part of her mom's side that claims me over her. And when Kobe Bryant died, I know it emotionally, and well, mentally, all that, like, all that in mind. But emotionally, she, she, you know, she loves sports. I know she loves football and basketball. Or used to love football because she played running back, or, and at least running back in high school with boys. I don't know. But she's straight. But, because apparently what. Well, she went to high school, there weren't too many girls' sports, so. 
or that interested her. But anyways, when Kobe Bryant passed away, you know, his daughter and no others, and that I knew she, I could read, I know, through the computer, the thing she was posting about it, and I just could tell something in my spirit, you know. Sorry, changed on the tracks. Anyway, yeah, I just, sorry about that, on that rant, but, but as I was say, right here in front of you, I mean, we all, we all do that, see? Oh, yeah, okay. I, I could, took, I told her, and it's on my, you know, I know how much, you know, you're, you're hurting and stuff, and if I could take the pain from you, I would, you know, and I don't like basketball that much. I mean, I'll play, you know, around with it, you know, all that stuff. But I told her, I said, if I could take the pain from you, I would. She said, thank you, cuz. And she knows I mean it. Because, you know, I don't want to see nobody suffer. So. So. So forget about these little gods. Little G-gods. If you look outside... But I, I know I get off tangents when I do this like this. But you look outside. Heck. Okay. What do you listen to this on? You listen to the computer or you listen to the phone or a tablet? Somebody downloaded it on somebody else or on an, or you're listening to somebody else's phone? Are you so let me let me ask you this. When you take a shower or bath, who come up with the ingenuity, the engineering to create a faucet, a water faucet, where it's a shower head or a shower, the plumbing system, you know? Okay, human. But who and God? Big G God is a spirit, but who gave that could be total atheist being hell now? I don't know. You know, only God knows their souls and hearts. But really, who gave them those ideas? God with the big G. The God who created this universe. Verse 21 of Romans chapter 1. And this, now it's talking about back to the, you know, early, early, you know, back in Genesis and stuff of the world, you know, recorded history of these people of the Bible. Well, you know, they talked about, you know, them, but, it, you know, include, it, it does include people that don't Bible, you know, the nations and stuff, but that's really what they, yes, they knew God. Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they began to think of foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools. And instead of worshiping the glorious, ever-living God, they worshipped idols 
idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. Back in the book of Exodus, it talks about the Israelites when Moses was on the mountain. You know, he was, you know, it took so long and they just got, you know, whatever. They took their gold and all this metal down and they melted it and made it into a, melted it into a golden, this calf. I said, okay, cow. But a golden calf. And worshipped it. Worshipped it. So there you go. There's a, a little g-god of a calf. You know. Uh, a lot of times, I've, I've let I've let my phone, my games on my phone become my gods. Wrestling's a god for wrestling. WWE is a god for me. You know, and I'm admitting it. I'm not ashamed. Of, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it. But because it, it's true. You know, so God abandoned them to do whatever the shameful things they in their hearts they desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie, so they worshipped and served the things God created instead of God Himself, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. So instead of you know, we do. As humans look to other people, to other people, especially growing up, or in adults, as our pastor, our teachers, our leaders, man, I'm guilty of this myself. Man, the human, mankind, womankind, human race, whatever you want to call it, it's always going to fail. We're always going to fail each other. That's why people say, "Don't put me on a pedestal. I will fail you. I will let you down each time." And it's so easy to put people in pedestal, you know, and so, so Romans one chapter twenty, one, chapter one verse twenty six. That is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires, even when the women turned against the natural way to have sex, and instead indulged in sex with each other, and the men instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men. And as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. So that's, you know, a lot, probably, probably, a lot of preachers and child, all college, and it's probably 100% true, but, or a lot true at least, if not all true. Sodom and Gomorrah, the city that, the Dead Sea, you know, Salt Sea, so much salt it and not even. Any kind of any kind of life can live in it. They, you know, God, that was their problems. So, verse Romans one chapter chapter one verse twenty eight. Since they thought it was foolish to acknowledge God, He abandoned them to their foolish thinking, made them do things they should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malice, behavior, and gossip. They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. And they, they, they invent new ways of sinning, and they disobey their parents. They refuse to understand, break their promises, and are heartless, have no mercy. Verse 32 of Romans chapter 1. They know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die. 
yet they do them anyway. Worse yet, they encourage each other to do them too. That's just like today. I mean, I mean it's not even 2,000 years ago. Because, oh, 2,000 years ago, Christ died. Or he was born. Well, my understanding is, as of right now, 2,020 years ago, he died. I mean, sorry, excuse me. Beep, beep, back the truck up, truck up. He was born. This year sometime, between January 1st and December 31st, Jesus was born 2,020 years ago. So he would not have died from this year until 13 and a half years later from now. But that's okay. That's a different story. But all this stuff happened back from the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. Through Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Jacob and Esau, um, which is that same Jacob I said previously said. All it is Saul and King Saul, King David, Solomon, King Solomon. I mean Jonah was gonna preach was supposed to preach against the preach, you know, against the sending in Nineveh and he ran from God. See? Prophet of God sinned against God. But he was still So the things that went on from the begin very from the beginning and then you get other things throughout the years, folks. And you think, oh, prostitution and all that didn't start until, oh, this and that year. It's been for years. Women, you know how to sell, you know how to use your, use your bodies to get what you want. You know how to use your looks. Heck, men do it too. Men, women, women, are, women are just conniving maybe a lot in different ways and a lot in some ways. We all sin against each other. We all sin against the same sex, the opposite sex, with the same sex. With all, you know, okay, okay. Just say this, okay. Me and this one guy, we date the same girl. I dated her from January first, such such year to December thirty first, such such year. So it's and he did too. And they're a different set of years, but it's each two years. Same stuff. She did the same thing every day, the same thing. We didn't know each other until, oh, two, just say, just say two, exactly two years after the second of us broke up. I know this is kind of weird. This is something I bring things. We gonna, you know, yeah, men sin with each other, men sex, but there's also men sin with other men, in my, what I see it, by talking about people or by disrespecting the same person like she could be good as gold to us but we're we're the ones that fought each, each time and she's a you to you and but we were the ones that fought but she was as good as gold get this we're sitting with each other doing bad things by talking about her. Now the same could be true. Put female, two females in the male's place, one down in the same place. The male's as good as gold. 
the females or, you know, whatever. And you can do the same, you can do the same thing. So, there's sinning going all over the world. From the beginning of time to the end of time. And, folks, God does not like sin. God's perfect. Jesus is perfect. Jesus was the only, only person that physically lived in a human body. It was perfect. And we are just trying to be like him. So, I know I got up on a lot of tangents today and stuff, but and it, it, that's why I watched to have a set thing doing, but God, you know, the Holy Spirit had me do something different today. But again, this has been, you know, my name is William Agnew, and if you have any questions, concerns, emails, email me at, and it's all lowercase, all the letters, and it's A G N E W. W I L L I A M number three number two at gmail.com. It's Agnew William three thir, sorry Agnew William thirty two at gmail.com. Father God, thank you. I'm gonna get better at this when I rant like this, going like to this type of teaching, and not go off and help me keep on track, not even change a thought. Because this is for the audience. This is not for me to flip glory and all that. Whatever you had me read from this, that's that that's just extra for me. That's that's nothing to do with you know thanking them. I mean, it's, you know, uh, yeah, thank the audience. But I'm not looking for that. That's just a bonus because I'm here to do your work. And Lord, we thank you. Just protect everybody from this. Whatever's going on in the world and stuff, all over the world. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, and this has been The Apostolic Life.